WB Discovery released the final details of Max before its release next week. The company wants Discovery Plus subscribers to upgrade and brands to embrace the service. Will they come? This is End Screen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at End Screen Media, and today is May 18th, 2023. In one of other Discovery's upfront presentation this week, the company gave us the final details of the combined Discovery Plus HBO Max service before its launch next week on May 23rd in the US. Now, there was something for everyone in Max, apparently, according to the management team, except possibly for Discovery Plus subscribers. In, this, in today's podcast, we will look at how Max stacks up against the competition and as an ad vehicle for brands. And we'll also dig into why even though Discovery Plus will still be available when Max launches, it looks like the service is facing the long goodbye. But first... Endscreen Media is partly supported by its sponsors, and we've had some great ones, including Gracenote, Verizon, TiVo, Metrological, and many others. If you'd like to become a sponsor and help keep the lights on here at Endscreen Media, send an email to sales at endscreenmedia.com. There are many benefits, including being acknowledged in the podcast and being able to run banners on the site. Uh, So please consider reaching out to your marketing department and seeing if they can sponsor Endscreen Media. Now, back to the podcast. So Warner Brothers Discovery really did give us the final details of this new service, Max, the combination of Discovery Plus and HBO Max. Now, it will have three tiers of service. The first Max Ad Light plan is 10 bucks a month or 100 bucks a year. And it has two concurrent HD streams. You can't download any episodes to your device and only supports 5.1 surround. Max Ad Free is $16 a month or $150 a year. And it supports two concurrent HD streams too. 30 offline downloads and 5.1 surround. And Max Ultimate is ad free for $20 a month or $200 a year. You get four concurrent streams, 4K Ultra HD resolution, 100 offline downloads, and Dolby Atmos sound quality. So those are the three tiers of service. My suspicion is that for new subscribers, that max ad light plan is going to be the, the, the favorite. I think that's where they'll see the most activity there. The company also gave us an idea of the user experience that subscribers will get when they subscribe. It says, everything currently on Discovery Plus and HBO Max will be available on Max. And that's an important clarification. They didn't tell us this before. They said, a good proportion of the Discovery Plus content will be available on Max. Now we know it's going to be everything, and that's an important difference. However, it did also throw in a couple of surprises. The first is that the ad load will be three to four minutes per hour for all content. Now, that's the ad load that HBO Max had not what Discovery Plus had. Discovery Plus has a much higher ad load. The second thing is, 
all new shows that air on their networks will be available on Max the same night they are aired. So that's another big change. Okay, so let's take a look. First of all, how does the does the service stack up in terms of the content that's available within it? Well, WB Discovery is going to the bother of creating Max because it wants everyone in the US to want it. It is putting as much content as it can into this service to make it as appealing to everyone as it possibly can. So how does it stack up against the other top providers? Well, you remember last week when we were talking about Disney's new Disney Duo, its combination of Hulu and Disney Plus, we used data from streaming TV aggregator Realgood. Well, I'm drawing on that data once again to figure out what the content will look like that we will find in Max. And I'll include graphs of this data in the posting of this podcast at the End Screen Media website. Just come to the analysis tab and look for the latest end screen noise and you'll find it there. So Discovery Plus contributes little beyond what HBO Max already has when we're looking at movies. There really aren't that many movies, just 400 in Discovery Plus, and oh, paltry two of them rank as high quality by IMDb. So Discovery really, Discovery Plus really doesn't have much to add. So what that means is that HBO Max and Max really occupy the same spot versus the competition and that is behind Netflix and Peacock for the total number of titles although Max has the most high quality title titles at least according to IMDB rankings so Discovery Much didn't help much there but Max was in pretty good shape anyway with the movies however when it comes to TV titles, this is where Discovery Plus content really kills it. Discovery Plus has the fourth most number of titles and HBO Max has the seventh most number of TV titles amongst top SVOD services. But when you add the two together in Max, it has more titles than our previous number one, which was Netflix. So that's really helpful. That really fills a big hole that HBO Max has, really bolsters the amount of TV content that's available. Uh, It's not all high quality though. Uh, Max is tied with Hulu and behind Disney Duo and Netflix for the most number of high quality TV shows. Once again, according to that IMDb ranking. So, In terms of raw titles, it's got a lot more, but quality titles, it's still lagging a little bit. But at least from the content library perspective, I think Max stacks up pretty well against competition like Disney Duo and Netflix and Peacock Premium and Paramount Plus. It's really looking pretty good. But here's the thing. It's not just about the raw library size. Content in the library is important, but content flow is key if you want to keep churn low and customer lifetime value high. And this is where 
I'm afraid Max will continue to have a problem. It's been, Warner Brothers Discovery has been cutting back on its content spend with a passion as it tries to cope with the $45 billion debt load it's carrying. However, one of the things the company hopes will really help is the latest Discovery TV episodes. They're hoping it will be enough to fill that gap and to make content flow high enough such that it's still interesting for most consumers to stick around. Now, I mentioned before uh, at the beginning of the podcast that I think Discovery Plus is on the long goodbye. I think Warner Brothers Discovery clearly is positioning Max as the place where it wants people to watch and it wants Discovery Plus subscribers to move to Max as soon as possible. And it is providing two really big incentives. The first is, as I mentioned earlier, the ad load in Max is much lower than Discovery Plus. And this is a big surprise. I was wondering how they were gonna solve this conundrum, but they've made their decision and they've gone with the much lower HBO Max ad load. Discovery Plus runs over 10 minutes of ads per hour. That, you know, that's pretty much close to regular TV loads. They run about 13 or 14 minutes per hour in regular TV. However, subscribers can watch much, uh, watch the same content in Max that they are currently watching in Discovery Plus, and they'll only see three or four minutes of ads per hour. That's got to be compelling. That's got to be something that's pretty interesting to those viewers. But I think a much bigger incentive is the ability to watch first-run Discovery content from cable and broadcast channels the evening that they air. Discovery Plus subscribers must wait until the end of the season for the more recent shows to appear in the service. So I think that's a huge incentive that could well make a big difference to Discovery Plus subscribers. However, these benefits certainly don't come for free. Discovery Plus subs will need to basically double what they're paying right now to get the benefit of Max. So for example, if you're subscribed to the ad-supported version of Discovery Plus, you're paying $4.99 a month. Well, you're gonna have to pay $9.99 a month, pretty much double what you were paying before to watch with Max. To watch without ads, currently you're paying $6.99 a month for Discovery Plus, and you will need to pay $15.99 a month, $8 more to watch without ads in Max. That's a huge increase, and that will for sure make people think twice before they do jump to subscribe to Max. So how many will make the change? I have a feeling that the ability to watch the most recent episodes will be a clincher for many. And Max's inclusion of the latest Discovery episodes could be the nudge that many Discovery Plus subscribers need to finally cut the cord. After all, Discovery Plus, if you're a Discovery fan, you love that home and garden TV content, you still need to be subscribed to a pay TV subscription to watch the latest episodes. Well... 
you can now jettison your pay TV and still watch the latest episodes if you subscribe to to Max. And that means you could save, I don't know, most people are paying around $100, I think, now for traditional TV. So that could be very compelling. And I don't know if Warner Brothers Discovery intended this, but it could be the key to get a lot of those Discovery Plus subscribers to cut the cord and for them to bump up to max. Now, I mentioned that there was a lot in here for brands as well. They had a lot of, they've got a lot of innovation that they're bringing for brands in Max to help them reach users in new ways. Of course, the standard pre, mid-roll and pause ads will be supported, but the service is adding a number of new formats. So they have, for example, brand blocks. This is where a single brand buys all the ads in a show. Uh, So if you want to, you can buy out every single ad that will be shown in a show and put your ads in there. Hopefully you won't pick the same ad to put in there if you do that. You can also do what's called takeovers. A brand's ads are the first seen by users in a single day. So if you do a takeover, That means when a user logs in for the first time, the first ad they will see, whoever they are, um, in the ad plan will be that particular brand's ads. They have another one called In Front, and that's a brand can sponsor ad-free viewing after its ads are seen in the pre-roll. So this is actually, this is a format that's provided by several other services. Basically, you can pay for to allow a user to watch ad free and all they have to do is sit through a couple of ads at the beginning uh, from your company they are also doing interactive ads and there'll be several formats that they're providing so one is called one click reveal this is where on scrolling a viewer will see a surprise message a promotion or a trivia question there's a carousel which shows, which allows the brand to show multiple products when a user, I guess, scrolls. There's something they call an extendable, and this is just a click through to an uh, to open a product hub that's featuring the product that was in the ad. And then there's a locator, which is primarily a mobile thing, and this is to identify nearby merchants that have a featured product. So it's very easy for somebody to buy those, uh, get those products if they're out and about with their phone. And Warner Brothers Discovery is starting an in-house programmatic and direct deal making platform called WBD Stream. It will let brands buy inventory for almost all of the company's apps and networks. And just remember that's almost all. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, Now, what do these include? Well, they include discovery brands like Bleacher Report, Food Network, TNT, Animal Planner, ID, and Home and Garden TV. So using this platform, you'll be able to buy ads across all of those, uh, either through their web apps or through their uh, mobile apps. And the company says using this programmatic marketplace that you can reach across mobile, desktop, and connected TV and reach 100, they say, 110 million users a month. However, uh, and that's why I said almost all the company's apps and products, 
WBD Stream does not sell inventory for Macs and Discovery Plus. That advertising is going to be sold completely separately from this product. Why they did this, I don't know. And why would you introduce this at the same time that you're just about to introduce Macs? I would think that in the very near future they will integrate it in, uh, but I guess there just wasn't enough time for them to get it in, introduced in. So there we have it, lots of details about Macs. I think there are lots of incentives to try and get Discovery Plus users to upgrade and move to Macs, which leads me to believe that sometimes, sometime in the not too distant future, I think they will eventually shut down Discovery Plus and force the remaining users to go to Macs. But I guess we will have to wait and see. And we'll also have to wait and see how enamored brands are with these new ad formats, if that's something that really matters to them, and if WBD Stream is something that they want to use and really use to engage with customers on all of Discovery's brands, with the exception of Max and Discovery Plus. As usual, you can find a rough podcast transcript at www.nscreenmedia.com. And you can see diagrams, which I think will really clarify a lot of the data I've been talking with, a lot of the numbers and the data that I didn't include in the podcast are included in those diagrams. I think you'll find them very interesting and very useful. And uh, oh, while you're looking at that, if you haven't already done so, please sign up for our newsletter. And you can also check out a lot of the white papers and, of course, there's always our trackers feature giving the latest data on the top streaming companies in our business. This has been Colin Dixon with End Screen Media, and I'll speak with you again next time. This podcast is the property of End Screen Media, all rights reserved.